Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation, where we turn ordinary agents to extraordinary 10X Real Estate Warriors. Today, I am super excited to actually introduce to you one of my good friends and a longtime business partner, probably one of the longest business partners I have, is actually a guy who is, is a character altogether, but he's also one of the best in the industry, in the mortgage industry. His name is James Chu. He's the AVP over at US Bank. And, you know, when I think about what is his superpower, um, he's one of those guys where he doesn't need to pick up the phone because really what his superpower is, um, is what I call entertainment, inter entertainment marketing. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation. We actually have with us James Chu. Um, I don't know what happened there. We had a little technical difficulty, but, uh, it's done. Um, so I'm we're excited. Back. I'm back. Um, so James Chu, first of all, uh, give us a little background. How many years you've been in the business, James? 28 years. 28 years. So um, in 28 years in the mortgage business, you owned the real estate office at one point, right? Correct. Prior to that, I owned a real estate office. I know right. I, I know. I look pretty young, but I've been in the business for quite some time. You're young and, young and skinny. <laughs> yeah, that young man has actually lost a tremendous amount of weight over the past six months or so. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, let me ask you a question. Um you know, I remember you telling me the story about you and Fernando, how you guys got started in sales and how that really kind of shaped how, you know, I, I always joke about it. I said, you know, he doesn't really need to pick up the phone because he's a master at, you know, like I, like I said, your superpower is without question is like the entertainment marketer. So how does, you know, how do you, how do you build a business based on the relationships you have? And, you know, I, I mean, you belong to a you belong to a country club, right? And out of the country club, and you play golf four, three, four days a week in the you know in the summertime. But you're working probably ninety percent of that time when you're playing golf, right? Uh, I don't really work doing golf. Actually, um, look again. I think when networking, everything is about open honesty and be straightforward. And one things I have been taught right from very you know, very early in my career is never be afraid to tell people what you do, right? At the end of the day, you gotta be able to tell you, tell you know, your 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 friends, your acquaintance, what exactly you do for a living. Okay. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I don't obligate anybody to do business with me. Uh if they like me, they give me opportunity. I prove sure. themselves. And that's one thing that I always try to do is try to prove myself that I'm able to um, you know, perform my job to the best I, that I could for, for every single customers that come through me. You know, it, it's always amazes me that um, it's inevitable whenever we go to your club play golf, which is always a pleasure. Um, you know, one of the things about you, it's interesting is you, I never hear you say, hey, you know, I, I, you know, and even when somebody asks you directly, what do you do? You go, oh, you know, I'm in the banking industry. You know, and at some point it'll come out in the conversation that like, what do you do? And I'm, I'm a mortgage lender. But what's interesting is I've been at the club with you and people come to you at the bar and say, hey, you know, Jimmy, I need you to my kids buying a place or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I need to talk to you when you get a chance. And, you know, that's what they call, you know, but that that, you know, a lot of kid, a lot of the younger people in the industry think like, oh, that, that you know, he's just lucky. I mean, how many years have you been cultivating that? you know, that relation, those relationships and to get lucky, you know, like people say, Oh my God, you sold my house in three hours. And I'm like, yeah, but it took me, it took my relationship with James 10 years. So that when I said, am this is a good deal. He doesn't even think about it because he trusts me. He knows me and he cares about me. So he just actually goes and pulls the trigger. 
um, how long does it take somebody to, word to of really mouth is the most important thing? The word of Say mouth that is again. the most important thing. I think the word of mouth is the most important thing because at the end of the day, you have to have other people in the club, other people that associate with the people that are interested, kind of give you a little um, uh, little support, little backing that you do the right job for people. At the end of the day, I build myself a pretty good reputation, especially in my community and my my that we do the right thing by the customer. And you know, again, people say, "Hey, James is the go-to guy when it comes to mortgages." Go to James. So that helped out tremendously. Uh, I don't really over the years. I used to spend a lot of money for marketing. I used to spend a lot of money in terms of going out, prospecting, which I still do. Prospect is important. I think prospecting, networking. You always have to be doing that. You always got to be out and feel. You have to let people know exactly what you do. What are you offering? Hey, when there's a topic that comes up, you know, people are always asking. People are always interested. What's going on with interest rate? What's going on with the market? Uh, I'm the expert. I know exactly what the market is. So I try to share my expertise with the people that are interested, and I provide that information to them. As we go on the conversation, people get comfortable with what I'm saying to them, and they give me opportunity. And once I get that shot, that shot i gotta prove to them so again that's kind of where where we are you know where where a lot of young people that comes in the business don't understand they think that things are just come to them by itself you know never expect anything at the end of the day you gotta work hard at it you gotta build a good reputation among yourself and you gotta do right by people if you do right by people the way i always look at it it always will work out at the end. Everything always work out at the end. And at the end of the day, you know, we try to do it best by what we, you know, and you gotta have your knowledge. You, you better know, you know, I'm in the mortgage industry. You know, I saw real estate prior. You gotta have your knowledge of your product. You gotta have your knowledge exactly what the consumer. And most important thing is, believe it or not, in sales, the art of sales is listen to people. You gotta be able to hear what they're saying. And you gotta take that information and kind of help them and you know, provide them the information they're seeking. And listening to the customer is the most important the people's needs. So let me ask you this. And on that note, um, you know, and I, I I actually was talking about you the other day. Um, and you know, we did some mentoring with your with your uh, mortgage mortgage loan officers in your office, and it was yep. the beginning of the year, and I, I still mm -hmm. remember it was like January sixth. And you were coming through the conference room and I said, you know, let me have you talk for a second. And you're like, okay. You know, and you sat down and we had eight or 10, I don't know, eight or 10 loan officers in the room. And, and I remember you saying to them, we were talking about the numbers and I said, you got to know your numbers. You got to have a business plan and you got to know where your numbers are at all times. And, and James said, I'll never forget it. You said, it's January 6th. I already know I'm behind on my numbers. And they all went for what? And I go, and they, and you said, you go, I could just tell that at this point in the month and looking at my pipeline that I'm not at my goal yet and I'm not doing, you know, I'm not where I need to be for this month, this, this quarter or whatever it is. And knowing that and having a destination and having a chosen, you know, a path. Um, and I think the other, the other thing is, you know, that's interesting is when, whenever we talk um, and I, and I, I've said this to you recently and I don't think everybody realizes it, for years, you would introduce me as one of the top agents in blah, 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 in Hudson County or whatever. And then when you changed companies to one of these other brands, they had you change some language patterns. And you said, 
and we were we were at your at your golf course playing golf or something at an outing or whatever. And you introduced me and went, here's my business partner, my realtor business partner, Sean, who works in this market. And you know what's funny is I could still remember you saying that that day 15 years ago because all of a sudden we became partners. We were no longer, it was no longer the mortgage guy and the real estate guy. And, and you know, you gave me whatever, I gave you whatever. It, it, all of a sudden, I you know, uh, you acknowledge it. You acknowledge it. Hey, you know what? These guys are our partners in the business. And and whether that was a sales pitch or whatever it was, it worked to the point where all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait a minute. He, you know, he's he's like my partner. I wouldn't do that to my partner. I should do that to, you know, what is the uh, what are what should people listen for um, to know that hey, you know what? Um, I need to I need to get that person in front of James Chu or or whoever for that matter. Well, let's kind of go back a little bit, dissect we on that partnership, right? At the end of the day, you know, people that we work for, at the end of the day, you know, human beings in, in terms of what we expect, if we give something, sometimes we like to get a little bit things back, right? At the end of the day, you know, it's about the reciprocal, right? If Sean, if you keep referring customers and I don't do anything to reciprocate to you, that's not a partnership, right? At the end of the day, we're in a circle right now. We're in a circle that we're going to make each other successful. I'm going to find customers and leads for you, and you're going to find customers and leads for you. And where a lot of the younger, you know, salespeople that come in, they don't understand is it's about the relationship that we build with each other. When I when I do great, you do great. When you do great, I do great. So we we do treat this as a partnership, and this relationship you build with it doesn't matter if it's a realtor, mortgage lender or mortgage lender, financial planners. I get a lot of referral from financial planners right now, okay, where rates are so low. They don't want their customers to relinquish the funds, so they're asking their customers yep. the best execution is to mortgage and leverage up. So those are considered my partners. So when I do right by them, they also do right. And the bottom line is doing what's right to the consumer. What's the best for the consumer to get them to kind of benefit themselves. People finance, people, you know, they're looking for the best rate, shop for the best rate. Look, I wouldn't be successful if I didn't also, if I'm not being competitive, right? At the end of the day, you got to right. do what's right, be competitive. And, you know, one thing I always believe in, and the reason why I always work for big banks is I believe in volume. And in order for me to produce volume, I need to set goals. Uh, I know exactly where I'm at at all stages. I know exactly every month when I start a week, I know what I want to produce, my goal. Some months, I see like January, going to be asking for you, I kind of took it easy in January. I worked really hard last year until December. Sure. January, first week of January, I went to Dominican Republic to play the golf outing. And third week of January, I decided to just take a week down in Florida to kind of decompress. I actually doubled my production in the month of January. Business was just yeah, coming it was, in. It was slower so to go fast. Day, yeah, it's not being lucky. It's about you know doing right. And one of the things I, I always have is number one, be very responsive. And one thing you always said that you know, if you call me with a customer, I don't pick up the phone, that might be the last, last opportunity for you to call me with a customer. So I'm gonna touch on something. I always pick up my phone. I want to touch on something that's important for people to understand. Over the past 25 years that James and I have worked together, he's worked at numerous banks and numerous financial institutions. I've worked at numerous real estate companies. 
And back in the day, the thing was, what is my mortgage lender giving me? How much money are they giving me? How much are they paying for advertising? All this stuff. And I still remember this. And I remember Jim telling James this story because I called him immediately after it. I was like, you know what? I just got accosted. I just got extorted. <laughs> you know, and I was at a big, I was at a big company and they brought me in a room and they, and all of a sudden the finance, the, the guy who was in charge of the financial division, who was the chief financial officer showed up by accident and said, Hey, how you doing? You know, um, by the way, I'm being, you know, we almost like it was like the CIA going, you know, we know, we, we know that you hang out with James Chu. Um, you give him the business. How come you don't give us the business? And I said, well, I tried giving you guys the business for 90 days. And quite honestly, you couldn't execute on anything you get, we gave you. And my family and I have to eat. And they said, well, well, that's ridiculous. That can't be the real point. What is he giving you? And I said, I said, you know what? He gives me absolutely. And they were like, but you give him a lot of business. You got to be, he's got to be giving you something. And I said, you know what he gives me? He actually answers the phone and he actually says to me, Hey, you know what, Sean? That particular customer, we're not going to be able to help them because they're on the cusp. I don't want to tell you we can help them and then we can't. And I said, you know what? What he tells me is the truth. And he actually says, hey, if the deal's going to take four, if six weeks, he'll say to me, hey, it may be, it's probably going to be six, but I'm going to tell you seven or eight just to be safe. Or when a deal's going sideways, James will call me and say, hey, Hey, by the way, your customer sounds a little disgruntled. They're a little confused. Maybe you want to call them and kind of solidify that relationship again. And, and by the way, James and I will do that and vice versa. I'll say to James, hey, can you do me a favor and call this person because they're just a little uncomfortable with the numbers. And if you can, you know, if you can help solidify that, we can put the, the deal together. So, I mean, that, that in itself, um, when people say, what do, what, you know, what do I get? Why not think about what you're giving first? And then how you can actually make that relationship work. Well, Sean, that's a value partnership, right? It's about trying to help each other, number one, and build a trust with the clientele that we have. And, you know, one thing that we, we have served a lot of customers over the years, a lot of happy customers over the, over the years. And, you know, I'm proud to say that, you know, and you're a great real estate agent. You do what's right. You talk to the customers. You're always there for them. And for me, that's what the partnership is all about. And, you know, it's not about, you know, per transaction. You know, at the end of the day, there's a person there, right? There's a customer that purchasing the biggest purchase of their life. You know, I have a passion. I've been doing this for 28 years. I still have a passion for this business. I started in real estate, went to mortgages. On the mortgage end of it, you know, it's, I'm still dealing. One of the things I love about this business is, you know, I'm dealing with one of the biggest purchases of somebody's life. Right. So for me, having that passion, having the love for the business, you know, I don't think I'll ever retire. For me, I love this business so much. I'll just continue doing what I do and continue to serve my customers and do what I could do. And for those young, you know, young real estate agents that come in, I, I can't stress enough. It is so important, okay, for people to stay on top of their customers and build that relationship with their customers and build it with any business partner they work with. So I want to point something out. That being said, you know, we actually work together and I, I still remember, you know, we put together a couple of systems in place where it would help the, the loan reps to communicate. And I got to tell you, like, I've never seen you so animated and so upset because you're like, put away like the pen and the piece of paper. We're get, you know, you guys are using like, you guys are using like a hammer and a chisel. I'm giving you a laser to keep track of this stuff. And Sean's going to teach you how to make it make it work 
all you have to do is apply it. And, and, you know, from that experience, what I took home was realtors and mortgage lenders are very similar in the respect that they want it done for them. You know, they're not willing to, they're not willing to do the DIY thing and do it themselves. They want to have somebody hand it to them. And I'm like, you know, like I'll, I'll give you a great example of this. Um, one of our guests actually was doing an interview and he said, you know, only 4% of our community will actually pick up the phone and actually call somebody. And I said, like, even to call their past customers or center of influence or their family and friends, and they're like, yep, only 4% is the statistic. And when you think about that number, what do you think the average, you know, our, our industry, 15% survive, the other 85% fall out of the business in the first five years. And I'm sure the mortgage lender business, it's the same numbers or less. Um, what do you think makes the like a, a guy like Drew McKenzie, who's one one of your business partners, long time we're a long time fan of Drew, and, and by, by the way, happy birthday to his daughter today. I, I think it's today or yesterday. Um, what do you think makes the difference between guys like you and Drew who have survived every storm, every every hurricane, whatever the hell's going on? You guys are still like the you know like the last man standing. Well, you know, putting that base, right? So we build a great base. Each one of us have great business partners that we work with over the years, great referring partners. You could be realtors, financial planners. You know, at any stage of the game, we always have transaction going. So that's kind of number one level, the playing field of the up and down, the roller coaster ride that a lot of new agents come in that they suffer because again, when a new loan officer, new real estate agent come in, you know, it's like fees of family. One month they had a great month, the next month they don't have a good month. You know, one of the things that I do and Drew and myself do is we handle tasks. It's all about the task. We focus on tasks, we do what we need to do. Drew was involved in a book, great book. Uh, can't remember the name of the book, but uh, I can't remember it this way. Yeah, so, you know, he says it right there. He focused on tasks. Focused on, you know, so, so give us an example of a task. I, you know, like, you know, people say the task, I got to do the work. W what is the, what are the tasks that as uh -huh. a, as a loan officer? Pick up the phone, call, right? Call the business partner, right. we'll follow up checkup, all right? Reaching out, reaching out, Sean, Sean, how's your day? Anything I can help you with, right? Don't be afraid to ask for business. And I think those of us have been in the business for a long time. We know we're not afraid to ask for business. We're always asking no. for business. And, and you know what? You, like you don't get. You're. I could tell you that matter of factly. You know, for somebody who does not use the phone a lot in, those, in your business, because a lot of it you're you're doing it in different ways. Um, you know, you're one of the few lenders that'll call me and say, "Hey, are you okay?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Well, I haven't heard from you. We haven't got any real business from you guys. Just, you know, I, I don't care if you send me loans. I just want to make sure you're okay. You know, well, which is, again, another, you know, we do that part of being a partner, know. right? It's just making sure that, you know, your partner's okay at the end of the day. You know, if you don't get in touch with each other. So, again, you know, creating those tasks, okay? Creating those plans as part of your plan, part of your, your to-dos. And number one, we care about each other, right? We're friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, I always want to check up on you. I want to get together with you to play golf, have a beer, enjoy yourself. At the end of the day, business is secondary. It will come by itself. You know, at the end of the day, we're always going to have issues, always run into different situations. And uh, look, yeah, we've been doing this long enough where Sean, you 
we might fall out of touch for another 30s, but all of a sudden we're talking to each other every day, right? So it's 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 yeah. it's, it's it's common. You know, it's it's funny. We talked about this in, in your meetings a couple of times where you know, we don't always, we're not always, we're not always pooping out freaking rainbows and, and rain, rainbows and, and uh, you know, unicorns. You know, there's been times when James and I are on the phone screaming at each other, like I got to pull over the car because I'm just so frustrated. And like the one day I walk well, in his office, met, right? <laughs> right, like one day he's like eyes bloodshot. I go, what the hell happened to you? Who punched you? And he goes, he goes, no, that's from screaming at you. I blew a blood vessel in my eye. <laughs> so, you know, understand yeah. that, you know, partnerships are, whether it's your wife, your family or whoever, you know, it's, it's, it's not any different. I mean, you spend, sometimes you spend more time with your team than you do with your, your own family. Um, you know, I want to point something out on that note, because, um, I think it's, you know, when you, you have a, we talked about it in your office and, and it really happened by accident, but we talked, talked about a perfect 10. And one of the things we did with your staff was saying, Hey, get 10 partners, um, that will send you at least a deal every quarter. So that, and, and if you have 10 solid, you know, what I call vendor partners and whether they're financial planners, you just rattled them off, right? The financial planners, the, um, the accountants, the lawyers, uh, divorce attorneys, regular attorneys, probate attorneys, people that are doing, you know, realtors partners, you know, it doesn't have to all be realtor partners. And, but if you can get 10 solid partners, more than likely that group will spin off two deals a month just by autopilot, just because the pure nature of numbers is 20% do the work. So if you were to pick 10 perfect partners in your space, or I'm, I'm, you know what, you don't have to pick them. You can tell us what is the makeup of your perfect 10? Is it all, is it all realtors? Is it past customers? Is it um, vendors? It all, it all depends on, it all depends on different time of the year. It depends on what the, uh, the environment of the market, like right? then they want that we cannot control. We cannot control one thing that we can't control is the market, right? right? In a low interest environment, we know we have refinances going on. So financial planners are great referral sources, right? Uh when right. the rates are a little bit higher, you know, purchase market is what we focus on. So it really depends on what the market and you have to, as an individual, you need to adapt to the different environment. So if you don't learn to adapt to different environments, you're not gonna be able to kind of create level set of constantly being a top producer constantly producing you know uh you know doing the right production so tell me that again you know what i find that interesting because i would have never put those two together is when the market when interest rates are going up it's you know the part the purchase market is more is more you know more your market and is that because people are trying to get in for because the no, because so in increase in rate environment, you decrease the opportunity to refinance. So there's no refinances of the opportunity. So why would you focus on that when you know for a fact that you're going to be? So you got to go the other way. That? You got to go the other way. So you got to adapt to different market. You have to adapt to what's going on with the markets. So you have to have a balanced portfolio of 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 lead solutions, lead sources, right. if you will. And that's constantly yep. changing. Your perfect 10 is constantly changing based on the market, based on the situation. Now, doesn't mean that for out my perfect 10, they could be 11, 12, 13, but I'm still going to keep in touch with everybody. At the end of the day, oh, yeah, it's about yeah. the relationship you build. You don't forget about it. We focus on our perfect, perfect 10, but we don't forget about anything other than the perfect 10. Right. In other words, it, and, you know, it's important that, you know, we point out it's, an, it's not an and or world. 
it's a it's an and will it's an and world not a or meaning that like just because i'm talking to james and i add i add another guy and i add an 11th guy to my list the whole goal is to get those 10 guys to where they're constantly they have a you have a good relationship with them and then you can add a number 11 and add a number 12 I think the challenge that most most reps get caught up in, and whether they're real estate agents or um, mortgage reps or title reps or whatever, is you know they're not consistently calling through the list. So what happens is they get they you know day one they show up and they're feeling okay. They go one through ten. They call everybody. Next day they show up. They get in a fight with their spouse and they don't feel right. So they come in. They call one to two. Then the next day they call one two three. Then the next day they call one two three four five. And then all of a sudden they have a good day and they come in and they're like their medications are going on. They got their, they got their uh, coffee and everything and they get to number 10 and number 10 goes, Oh my God, I wish you would have called me yesterday. Um, you know, I had a deal for you. And, but the problem is they, they don't, they don't consistently go one through 10 or have them on a rotation. And that's really where I think the disconnect is. Um, and, and, and whether it's in the real estate business, um, for us, it's calling leads for the most part. Um, and inevitably, you're calling your past customers. There's nothing worse than driving down your block and pulling up and seeing the guy next to you, the guy's house next to you with a different sign on the front lawn. Sure. <laughs> sure. It happens. Well, you know, that's, so, your com that's your competitive nature, right? At the end of the day, you've got to also have a little competitive nature. you got to, you know, you. I hate to lose. I hate to lose the clients or my competitors. Yeah. But guess what? But you also don't put yourself up because at the end of the day, competition is good, right? At the end of the day, keep yeah. you on your toes. Keep you sharp. And, you know, that being said, keep your when you're saying keep yourself on your toes, it, it's that came up recently today and yesterday with a conversation. And I wanted to ask you, because you're probably a master at it, um, is when you get sideways and you're because you you not only deal with the customer, but you're also dealing with the pipeline. You're dealing with the management, the back end of your office and that, and, you know, in the large banks, a lot of times you don't have a, control, a lot of control over that mess. How do you get your emotions back in line to get yourself out of a out of a rut? Like you know, they say if you're in a hole, stop digging. But once you stop digging, what do you do to re-engage yourself? Focus on tasks. Shift tasks. Right at the end of the day, I have I have twenty different tasks. Right. If I'm finding myself just digging into a big hole in terms of dealing with operation, I start to focus on sales. <laughs> Again, I can't control some things, right? So you you got to look for other tasks that you could focus on. And I know for a fact when I start focusing on sales, I'll win. <laughs> so again, right. winning yourself, you have to build. You have to kind of build that that plan B, plan C, plan D, right? When I wake up, and one thing that you and I, you know, I think. The fact that we, we are successful over the years, and one of the reasons we're successful over the years is we want to complete our task. I remember, you know, when I call you in the morning and all of a sudden into the front of you, you just don't call me at that time. And I don't call you at that time. I know what time to call you, what time not to call you, right? And I know the best time to call you is, believe it or not, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning because you're fresh, you're good, you haven't gotten your call yet because it's too early to go your customer. So you got to kind of know your partners. But one thing that you and I have always done is we know when to accomplish our task. You know, it, it's funny you say that. Um, I talked to a good friend of mine. You know him as Tom Spees. He's the sales manager over at Pulte Homes. And Tom worked for me for about six or seven years. And matter of fact, I think I was with you. And I called him up on the way home from an outing or something. And it was like 9, 930 at night. And you asked me something. I said, you know, I'll call Tom on the way home. 
And I, I got him on the phone, which is unusual. And he picked up the phone and he goes, Oh my God. He goes, Sean Chalice. And he goes, I got to pull the car over. I don't, I don't think my, my, the clock is working correctly in my, <laughs> in my car. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, do you know that in, in nine years or seven years or whatever the hell it was that I work for you? I've never talked to you past seven o'clock at night. He goes, I'll talk to you at 4 a.m., but he goes, I have never talked to you at 7 o'clock at night or later. <laughs> he goes, you're in bed yeah. by 9. So Correct. You know. Correct. So um, I'm going to wrap this up. I just want uh, to point out, by the way, um, U.S. Bank was actually one of our silver sponsors. Um, if you or somebody you know is thinking of buying, selling, investing, um, and they need to get a mortgage, whatever they need to do, you got to reach out to James and his team. I mean, he's got... He's got an amazing team of people. Uh, he operates in just about a, uh, every state, correct? Is that, yeah, am we I, do am I right? state lending. Yep. yep. We're nationally yep. chartered, so we could do mortgages in right. all 50 states. Yep. Right. I'm going to give you his direct number. Don't be afraid to call it. He actually does pick up his phone, um, and he does text people. On, even though he's an old fart, he doesn't know how to text. Um <laughs> But the uh, other than that, man, you're looking great. You're always sounding great. You're always bringing, you know, always bringing it wealth and knowledge. Um, and we do appreciate you as being our partners in the business. You know, and nothing, uh, you know, nothing Thank short of man. having me on. Yep, James, I'm sure Thank we're going to have you on Thank again. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, brother. We'll see you later. You got it. Thank you. Take care. Have a good one. Take care.